Well, you have a pretty amazing guest, so I mean, <laughs> how can it be bad? Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Publish, Perish or Podcast, your opportunity to look behind the scenes of science to see if science can stay up until midnight on New Year's Eve. I'm Andy Stapleton and joining me today are Cameron Shearer, hello, Christopher Teabag Gibson, and Peepoppers, a very special guest, special guest, Dr. Robert Brook. Hello. <laughs> that was excellent. Well done, you guys, for getting so excited. Thanks. I am. I am excited. Why are you surprised? Well, you know, you're hard I'm to always excite. excited. I'm <laughs> always excited when we've got guests. Well, that's why we asked you to wear thick pants. <laughs> um, and thank you for complying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome, Robert. Thank you. It's good to be here. I'm a big fan of the show. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Well, no. uh, <laughs> no. All right. Can he leave now? Is that no. what you wanted, Andy? I'm a big fan of you. Yeah, they pay me to say that. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, Robert, you go first. Um, t- now that you're old... Hey, um, yeah. 28, come on. That's quite old. Now you're, you're old, can, do you reckon you can stay up until midnight on Christmas Eve? Ooh. Uh, no, sorry, New Year's Eve. Uh, I wasn't planning to this year, actually. Oh, uh, see? You, going... you were planning on going to bed early. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> you know, I was uh, no one's really organized that much, so I was like, well, I could go, you know, just having a 10.30 maybe, so you at least stay up a little bit, you know, yeah. later. You see Bedtime. the early fireworks? Yeah, yeah, like nine o'clock. Yeah, the, the ones for kids and people over 28. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could do that. All right, they're Cameron. The ones, they're the ones I go to every year. <laughs> yeah, because you're old. Yeah. Um, I think I will stay up uh, <laughs> until midnight. Yeah, oh, that's, that's my current plan. <laughs> and I think I can do it as well. So there you go. And Chris. I'm over 28. Chris, you you couldn't. No, no, it's not going to happen. It <laughs> Unless you years. fall asleep at 6 p.m. and wake up at 11.58 yeah, by chance. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I've got two kids. We'll go to the early fireworks at Brighton, which is over at 9 p.m. Yeah. Um, and then I'll go home. I was thinking of going to. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be good. Are you and one then- of Chris's kids? <laughs> uh, Hold on. No. <laughs> like, I'm 46. Does your oh, mum really like cantilevers? <laughs> She did get me into science. Oh. There we are. That's no, what it is. No, it, it can't be possible. No, no. So <laughs> I, I will, um, by about 10.30, we'll be home. Yep. By 11 o'clock, I'll be asleep. All right. So if we want to rob your house, you've got to do it before 10.30. Oh, shit. I didn't think of that. Yeah. We've got nothing. <laughs> we've just moved into a new home. Yeah. And we've That's got right. nothing of value. No. Kids have ruined everything. Kids destroy everything. Yep. Just got some old iPads with sick on them. <laughs> Great. Is that wrapped up for Christmas? Are <laughs> <laughs> we going to re gift yeah. them? <laughs> um, Andy, and I imagine you're not sleeping between Christmas and New Year's. I'm actually not going to sleep from now yeah. until New Year's. Okay. Because uh, I'm just so excited. Yeah, I'm but, excited about the holiday will, period. But if you do that, you will fall asleep before midnight, though. No, no, no. No? No. Okay. I reckon I can plow on through. Um, I, I've, I've been in two camps. Sometimes I'm like, fuck this New Year. Mm-hmm. I'm just sleeping. And you like, I, I remember being in bed and I remember hearing like getting woken up by like the excitement. 
So I was in bed and then I got woken up by like like distant, like, yeah, like Woo-hoo. popular people. Woo, happy new year. And I was like, well, wake me up, those bastards. <laughs> Are you sure you weren't um, crying when this was happening? People I was, yeah. fun? <laughs> I was, no one invited. I was, yeah, I was, I mean, crying or just accepting life, <laughs> it's the same thing. Was this last uh, year? Or? <laughs> two years ago. Last year, I was a party animal. I went up, watched the fireworks. Yeah. Went home. And you yelled out loud <laughs> enough to wake up all the people That's around right. you. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Sleepers! <laughs> That's it. Uh, important question now is, would science stay awake for New Year? Rob? I'd like to think so. It would like to know what would happen yep. in the next year. Like, especially Y2K bug. It would have been up then. Yeah. Uh, would it be like paranoid, you reckon? Yeah, a little bit. Or more like just, you know... Be anticipating, like, oh, this will be good. Science will have to fix this. Observing yeah. what's yeah, going to happen. Be, yeah. be ready to yeah. do its thing. Like, 1201. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to science. Maybe maybe this year, maybe not so much. I yep. don't know. Very good. What is it? 2018? That's kind of a bit of a nothing year, isn't yeah. it? Until yeah. 2020, it's kind of like. Eh, yeah, exactly. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Let's not do anything until then. <laughs> okay. All right. I think uh, science, of course, will stay up, but it will stay up until the actual. Uh, new year which is when the earth has made one complete rotation around the sun which i think happens a few seconds after the <laughs> <laughs> and then it instantly falls asleep you yes. guys have got no memory of our podcast we did this yes yeah, almost so when a year is it? ago and i i my science this was i i mentioned every different kind of new year yeah you did you did i just can't remember what they are now is anyway. it chinese new year yeah so how did that just help what i just said I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we hadn't talked about him for a bit. Oh, so, okay. so anyway, back to me. Uh, science doesn't sleep. Science is not going to waste a third of its life sleeping. Yep. So science is obviously awake on New Year's Eve. Fine. That's a no-brainer. Yep. Andy? Science would stay up because it's got shit to do, man. It's got, it's got science to do. It's oh, got shit to do. He's not celebrating. He's not he's celebrating. Just... They're in the lab and... He's work, they're working hard and they just hear, woohoo, happy new year in the distance. And, he, and they look down and go, happy new year. Okay. And that's it. Write, that's another, what write another result, make yeah, another breakthrough. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Done. Andy, we've got a guest. Yes. Uh, can you tell me something about him? I would love to. Yeah. Everybody Andy. in the room, this is Dr. Brooke. He holds an undergraduate degree in science from Flinders University, Ooh. and then he went on to complete a PhD in UniSA with the perpetually happy friend of the show, <laughs> Dr. Drew Evans. Drew Evans. He is so happy, that that guy. Yeah. He's been on the podcast early <laughs> on, I know. and I, yeah. he's uh, is he always that happy? He is, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, even today, he was just, I saw yeah. him and he was just, yeah. Do you reckon, I mean, it's, there's got to be, there's ups and there's downs. Do you reckon he just goes home and just like, just locks himself away, cries for a few hours? Hours and then goes, all right, I'm ready to face the world again. I mean, I've seen him with red eyes before, so it could <laughs> be. I mean, either that or some sort of drug that he's taken. Well, exactly. That explains why he's happy all yeah, the time. Everyone <laughs> has a gentle sob every now and then. Back True. to me. There, in UniSA, Rob worked on vapor phase polymerization technique to synthesize electrochromic conductive polymers for adaptive military camouflage, which oh, explains why you title. cannot see him right now if you would turn off That's the... That's an amazing uh, title. I, I, I looked up your thesis today. It's impressive. Oh, yeah? Did you read it? I did, oh, yeah, you read I did, the title. Actually. You read the I title. I did. And I, I just want to say, I thought what was really interesting about your work... Wait, was wait. Shit. This is Andy's introduction here. <laughs> like, this is my... Right. Stop. <laughs> All right. We're almost there. Rob has since gone on to postdoc at Ling Koping, 
No, no. <laughs> you practice this. Ling Shoping. Yeah. Ling Shoping University on a project so secret it wasn't listed on his LinkedIn profile where oh, I got shit. all of this information. <laughs> oh. Um, uh. You're also a development engineer at Rise one of Europe's top research institutes where they provide cutting-edge resources and knowledge within electronics, optics, and communication technologies. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, that sounds sounds good. According to LinkedIn. (laughs) And he's also co-founder of Conceptualize.tech, which offers researchers and small business owners ways of displaying their ideas, products, and results through beautiful and informative images, animations, and rapid prototyping tools. Ooh. Welcome, Robert. Oh, thanks very Welcome, much. Rob. Welcome, Rob. Can, uh, yeah. can you be around when I walk into a room? That'd be really nice if someone <laughs> yeah, could just... Yeah, look, I'd love to. As long as Chris isn't there to interrupt, <laughs> uh, I think we'll be all good. That's. I mean, you've got three jobs. Uh, no, two. What was the third one? The postdoc. The... Well, I'm development not... engineer because on your LinkedIn it says that it's present. All right. Well, I need to change that because <laughs> yeah, that's finished. All uh, right. So that's all done. So now yeah. you're just at Rise. Yeah, just at Rise and got like conceptualized it uh, as of my part time. Mm. For those not familiar with it, what is LinkedIn again? LinkedIn is like Facebook where you're not allowed to swear. Oh, okay. I think I'm on that. Aren't you allowed to swear on LinkedIn? Well, do you know what? I put up a couple little sweary things and people said to me that isn't for that. Well, admins so or just it. normal people? Just normal people. Like people were like. That LinkedIn oh, that's isn't... just social custom. You can ignore that. <laughs> well, people are like, LinkedIn <laughs> is for networking and official like businessy work stuff. Yeah. It isn't for you Why? to promote your articles. It's not. Apparently really? not. Oh, but bullshit. everyone's posted articles. Yeah, on well, there, only like... if it's business related. Mine had too many swear words and was about like dicks and stuff. Yeah. It's a, it's a problem. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So so I, I look at uh, I look at Rob's thesis today and, and a bit of a read. What do you give bruise. it out of ten? I give it a good nine. Ooh, it was very oh, good. Yeah. What Jesus. happened to the one point? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought what was really interesting about your work, Rob, was the VPP process that was employed to produce conductive polymers in a, a complex architecture form. It was really good. Thanks. Yeah, what, it was, what's, uh, what's VPP? What about it? For? Did you like specifically um, the multi-layer architectures that were shown to manipulate the optical properties of CPs via uh, superposition of the two, in addition to changes <laughs> in thickness of the two layers? Oh, I thought okay. that was amazing. I thought I was going to pull your bluff then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're lucky he's got the other lens in his glasses; <laughs> he can read it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That, well, yeah. Well, I have to say, it was pretty impressive by me. No, no, it was good. It's a really interesting topic, actually. I thought. What could have been done better, though, Chris? <laughs> what could have been done better in it? Yeah. Not enough cantilevers, Rob. I was going to say, did they put AFM in there? <laughs> not enough. Yeah, there were AFM images there in there. Okay, yeah. um, and they were okay, but not enough cantilever work. <laughs> so other than Chris's expert opinion, um, do you want to give us a rundown very quickly on your experience with application to military camouflage is cool yeah i mean that was probably the most fun part about it like so whenever i got demotivated in my phd you say people go through the phd lull yeah whenever i was in kind of a lull i always thought like ah oh, but it's going on tanks and tanks are awesome so yeah, it's gonna be cool wow. and then actually when uh <laughs> i've never heard that noise out of chris before like tanks are oh cool. yeah wow <laughs> so the last like year of my phd i went to a conference it was like a military one yeah. and i was thinking like it would be a normal conference you'd just go there you'd give a talk and there was meant to be a trade show there'd be like three or four stands yeah but there was like a football field of stands and it was just 
like wow. 300, oh. I think. And everyone wow. had like, like, we manufacture this small bit that goes in a gun. So here's a rack of guns to oh. show that it goes <laughs> yeah. in. And then like, it was like they had- uh, There's no need for us to show you all the guns, but here they are. Yeah, they had like virtual reality. And they're oh. like, so I was on a gun and shooting stuff. And then they this, had- um, I mean, this just tells me that the defense budget is out of control. Uh, yeah, mm. but this was uh, everywhere. So I think there was people from Israel and uh, all uh, over. So it wasn't, it wasn't Australian. There stuff. are lots of pe- peaceful applications for, for guns, Andy. Like what? Um, exactly. Bird control. Yeah. Bird I mean, control. There was a, bird control. A, a remote control. He's got your back. Hippie control. <laughs> controlling hippies. Were there any protests from hippies at the at the uh, conference? I didn't see any. But there was these guys in like suits, and I was. They had earpieces. It could have been one. I'm not oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Very good. So, electrochromic application. Did you get to apply them to anything? Like a, a that you could wear or onto a something large enough, like a tank. Uh, no, I got to the 10 by 10 stage, okay. so 10 by 10 centimeter that is. So I had, uh, electrochromic devices that were showing sort of desert camouflage and then you flick a switch and then it goes to a forest camouflage. Oh. So, like so 10 by like, 10. What, like white to green, is it? No, what? it was like red and yellow okay. and brown and then it switched to like, uh, like green and yellow. All right. So we were getting really there, nice. but then... The project uh, got a second round of funding uh, just as I left, and okay. so someone had taken over, and now they're doing like field testing uh, on it now. So shout awesome. out to Camille. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Camille. Yeah. He was in my office. Get back to work. <laughs> he was way better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still reckon he's a computer, like yeah, a robot. Yeah. He's incredible. He fixes everything. Couple of rapid questions, I reckon. All right, let's ready? get to know Rob uh, the only way we know how by firing some questions at him. Oh, we're gonna fire some questions at Rob. Ooh, that sounds like we're going to fire something else at Rob. Put on your raincoat, Rob. Here they come. That made me sound like a blob. Rob. I feel kind of like I'm fatter than I am. All right, here we go. All right, question number one. You've been living in Sweden for a bit over two years now. Correct. Uh, I recently read the Millennium Trilogy, where the first book is Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, and they drink about 30 cups of coffee per day in that book. Is that does that really happen in Sweden? Uh, I can. It does. We have three coffee machines at work right now. Okay. So every ten and three is coffee break, yep. and everywhere in between is just get coffee. Go uh. for it. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. I think Finland drinks more coffee than Sweden, but Sweden is very very close. But do you like Finland? Okay. No one likes. Finland. No, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is Gibson's rapid fire question? Robert, if you took your H index according to Scopus and divided it by my H index according to Scopus, what would that fraction be? Uh, What's your H index? This is a humble brag if ever, ever I've heard one. Mine's 20. Uh, My brain. What's mine? I don't know what mine is. Let me help you out. Was it 20 over? 0.3. Point three. Oh, six on twenty, point three. Nothing wrong no no shame there. That's it. No I'm walking shame out. there. <laughs> That's right, yeah. You can punch him on the way out if you want. You I know, know it's all right. Just it, like just everyone, like Evans did. If he was closer. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> here is a fraction of what mine, about so what about a more relevant thing like an M index, which is the H index divided by years since first publication? That's that has not been proven to be a good metric <laughs> for uh, output. Um, but I've got another question. Should I fire another Gibson question? Why don't you let question. someone else have a go? All right, go. Go, yeah. Andy. Andy, you think? I, I only found out about this. Um, Rob, what's your favourite colour? Gibson. <laughs> green. Do I pass? You pass. Nice. <laughs> uh, dark green. Sorry, I was wrong. But surely all green's the same. Oh, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from camouflage, it is not. Oh, yeah, yeah right. I yeah. mean, they wanted like A, B, 
LAB values and it had to be the exact one. It was like, oh, it's Shit. a shade of green. No, no, no. It needs to be this shade of green. Yeah. Whoa. Interesting. So you spent Whoa. like three years finding out about very specific colors of green. I read a book on, uh, yeah, paints and stuff Ugh. just to... And then the, we had to get uh, security clearances to know the LAB values of what can shade you, can of you green. Holy shit. Go on, let's P-pop exclusive. <laughs> yeah. What Just, is it? They never told me. So I got <laughs> no reason. <laughs> you didn't pass clearance. No. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it was all the guns he was carrying from his shows. <laughs> uh, so I'm interested. How did how does a guy from Adelaide end up working in uh, Sweden? So how did you... How'd that come about? Uh, yeah, so that kind of came about by a uh, friend of the show, Drew Evans. Drew Ooh. Evans, you're so happy. Yeah, wow, so, his smile just crosses borders. Uh, yeah, he set me up. So <laughs> he had a collaboration with the guys in Sweden already, and then I was kind of ahead of my PhD and the writing stage, and he was like, okay. do you want to go to Sweden for a month? Um, basically, all expenses paid. I was like, well, sure. Yeah. So yeah. I, I went there for a research visit, and they were doing. Um, so they do in Sweden. They do a lot of uh, characterization of polymers, and like uh, they do thermoelectric uh, properties of polymers and whatever. So, uh, but they don't make their polymers, or they didn't anyway. So mm. I was kind of over there to kind of show them how to make polymers and all this. Oh, you're the Walter uh, White of polymers. I mean, I had <laughs> yeah. what I like to call a masterclass <laughs> of uh, VPP. So I was in my head. I was me in front of us, like you know, and they were all in their desks, and I was going, yeah. okay, here, and as you say, in front of you. But it was not like that. It was just me in the lab. Like, hey, do you want to know this? <laughs> not really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> it's like. Didn't someone tell you this was coming? Important <laughs> seminar. Like, no. All right. Sorry. Another question from Gibbo. What's the best thing about Sweden? What's the worst thing? There's the, two questions, really. Oh, that's tough. The best thing about Sweden. Well, the worst thing is definitely the light. I mean, oh, yeah. in summer you have too much light. You get like 18 hours of light. In winter you get like six hours. So it's kind of, yeah, good. Well, it's not good at all. Yeah. Mm. But uh, best thing, the best thing, I reckon the working conditions. I guess okay. most of you know about like Sweden really cares about its workers. So here, most of the rights are with the employer. Yeah. So, you know, you can fire employees whenever you want. In Sweden, once you get a permanent position, it's really hard to fire someone. They look after you like, uh, like super great. Like you have all these uh, benefits, like they give you phones, computers, they give you gym memberships. Well, they pay for some of it anyway. Okay. Well, that's really good. Yeah, no one can wow. yell at you, which is a nice thing. Like, Whoa, if that's, someone that's yells at you and makes you uncomfortable, you can apparently, I haven't seen it happen, but apparently you can say something and then that person gets reassigned somewhere else. That person just Hang on, disappears. That's like a magical word. Like you say it and they just turn into a puff of uh, gas. <laughs> I mean, it could be completely untrue, but that's yeah. what I was told. What's Whether the someone, word? Uh, well, not, not the word. As you could... Bamza. <laughs> no, yeah. that wasn't it. Oh, that was a bit, no, we're still here. Shit. Oh, that's no good. Uh, were you? What was Netflix around when you were first in Sweden? Uh, I didn't have it here when I left. Yeah. Uh, but no, I don't think so. I got it maybe, maybe a year and a half ago. Okay, so you were there for a year without Netflix. Yeah. So how good is Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, not gonna lie, it's pretty good. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I've watched quite a lot of series on Netflix actually, yeah. so. But is it is the television there Is there? Is Do they there, have televisions? 
Uh, or do I, they just sit in the sauna and touch each other? <laughs> <laughs> there is some of that. But yeah. they, they have television, but they also have a television like tax. I've got one more that I'm very interested to hear about, actually. Congrats. It's quite a serious question, though. So I've, that's why I did the funny one just before. So you changed institutions between honours and PhD. Oh, yes. It's actually right. very rare, especially in Australia, for that to happen. Do you think that that was that's uh, a, was a benefit to you? And uh, say if you were back, uh, would you change that at all? So it's actually more complicated than that because I started a PhD at Flinders. That's where I know. And I was a yeah. year in, and uh. then I decided to swap and oh. go to UniSA. So oh, okay. I was at the point where I had like so I didn't get a scholarship for the first year. So I, uh, my supervisor there was Dave Lewis, and yeah. he set me up with a lot of teaching. So that kind of got me through. So <laughs> I was getting there. I was like still doing my project uh, for Dave Lewis, and then I had this teaching, and then I got to the point where. I didn't really believe in the project that I was doing. And I yeah. actually, the big kicker was that I did some X-ray photon electron spectroscopy. Ooh. Do I have to go into the details of that? Yes. No. Okay. Yep. Yep. So we'll, we'll provide a link. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that experiment in my honors and I got certain uh, result that showed that my project was working. Okay. Yeah. And I continued that project in my PhD. And at about a year in, we got like this report that showed that it was an artifact. And so uh, nothing had worked, and I was like, "Whoa, interesting!" Oh, rude. Yeah. So then uh, I was kind of looking around, and I was kind of demotivated, and I ended up working at Westpac for a while, part time. Okay. Uh, was terrible at it, really <laughs> bad. Uh, every performance review, I think I was there for like three months. Every performance review was below par. <laughs> so, so you left your PhD and then did that, or you I, were doing I turned that? it part time. Okay. So I was yeah. part time and then part time yeah. working for Westpac because oh, you, you because you didn't have the scholarship, you had to earn money. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then this other PhD position came up with UniSA, yeah. and it was working with the DSTO. Yeah. I always wanted to work for them, so I thought yeah. this is the foot in the door. And so, yeah. just for the non-Australian listeners, that's the defence people, basically course. the science. Behind the defense force. Okay. That's how, that's how I always saw it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Then I was like, oh, this is kind of what I want to do. And then I was kind of at the point like, okay, I'm a year in. Do I th- basically throw that year away and start new? So, there would be another three years. Yeah. Or do I try and stick with it and hope something works? And <sighs> so, yeah. it, was a, it was a big call okay. which it's to go. It's a tough one. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, in the end, uh, yeah, I just, I just had to... Go, I think, because even though they said that like there would be a scholarship for me, yeah, uh, the following year, I was just the project didn't really excite me, and that's got to be a, a a ball crusher when you find out a whole year's worth of data. Yeah, it was really an artifact. Yeah, that, that would that would give you pause <laughs> for thought. It did kind of crush my soul a little bit. So. Yeah, and your balls. Yeah, my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Been there before, Chris. And, and how, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and how long? So when you started at UniSA and you did your the new PhD, how long did it take you to do it? Uh, I think it was like, was it? No, it was three years. Like bang on three years. That's okay, pretty so good. You were you so were very quick good. then on that. Yeah, I Same mean, uh, so it was nice that we had like, so for that PhD, because it was the DST, DST? We'll just call it DST. Yeah. yeah it was uh, because it was with them, they had this like milestones that they wanted to meet. So okay. it was just, this is the end and this is the start. And so it was really structured. Yeah, well yeah. structured. So it was like quarterly yeah. reports and, and the technique was already kind of set up by the group there. And so I was just coming in, trying new polymers, making devices. So it was mm. kind of. Uh, it was very well set up and, and well from the so I was in that same group after as a postdoc like uh, this with Drew Evans my, I was following your yeah, name following was mentioned 
all the bloody time. It was, it was sickening. Wow. <laughs> you know. It was like, oh, do you remember when Rob was here? Yeah, that was great. Anyway, um, I, I, one thing I'll say about Drew Evans is that he is perpetually happy uh, and that really makes a really nice supervisor. I don't think I saw anyone particularly um, annoyed. I know every supervisor's got their idiosyncrasies, their things mm. that people don't like, but I thought it was a very happy group. Yeah, I mean, there was... I can't think of a time when anyone was actually angry at me. <laughs> Thinking about it now. Yeah. Uh, Is that selective memory or... You can, uh, it could be really quite good. stuff. <laughs> but that's oh, really great. I think it's a great story that someone who, you know, maybe had a, a bad start to their PhD could end up firstly successfully getting the PhD and then doing all, going on to these pretty good positions that you have right now. So... Yeah. So I think everyone goes through a, a, a sometime during their PhD where you're like, do I pack it in? Yeah. Do I do I pack it in? It was yeah. I think pretty... that happens to everyone at some stage. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mind the teaching in that first year though, so it wasn't uh, it wasn't all bad. So I did yeah. enjoy myself then. It was just kind of like when I sat down to do the research, I was kind of <gasps> yeah. Crap. Well, right, yeah. Rob, but I believe you have earned a P-pop bravery award. What? For making a decision, leaving a PhD when all you know when a lot of people wouldn't, and trying something new and succeeding. Ah, oh, sweet! Official P-pop bravery award. Whoa. Okay, and and, and he's got it now. I have, yeah. Well, you've got to touch my bum Wait. to get it. <laughs> I was say, he's got nothing. I don't show you how brave you are. Show how brave you are. That's bravery. <laughs> Oh, guess what time it is? News for the week. Oh, man, I was just about to say that. You stole my thunder. Sorry. Can I go again? All right. Guess what time it is? What? News for the week. Fucking Fuck hell. <laughs> you just, you again. can't help yourself. Can I go again? Go no. again. Oh, all right. Guess what time it is? Don't know. Is News it- for the week, everybody. <laughs> it's so good. Um, we'll keep it short because uh, I'm sure that you're very uh, newsful. I'm going to go first. First thing is I, with Pocket Conference, I won another pitching competition. Did you? What? I did, yeah. At a networking event. I got three minutes of fame. Um, okay. And I went is that up. what you won? I won three minutes of fame, yeah. Um, I won a hamper, which I had to carry around with me the rest of the night, and it was really annoying. Um, oh, come on. You would have loved I it. I loved it because it made me stand out. Um, and I got to stand up in front of people, and it was great. So anyway, so that's one yeah. great thing. No, but, uh, come hold on, on, hold on. on. What was in right. the hamper? Oh, you want to know the yeah, I don't know uh, chocolates? Yeah. Uh, one bottle of wine yeah. and loads of tech. So it was a tech in SA event. It was a networking event, end okay. of year. Yeah. And they do this thing called a three minutes of fame where you get up, you can pitch your business, new idea. You can even just ask for a job, but you got to do it succinctly with, with like, you know, purpose and stuff in three minutes. Okay. You can do whatever you want. So I went up and I, I talked about Pocket Conference to kind of build up a bit of excitement before Christmas. And uh, yeah, I want, and the hamper included loads of tech in SA goodies I got, usb usb man i tell oh. you what i got two what? get this can i have one 16 gigabyte oh wow usbs that's quality that's that is six, quality Sixteen thousand megabytes thank you chris <laughs> <laughs> i got two keychain lights Holy nice. shit. I got... Why would you need two of them? Because I've got two hands. Baka, <laughs> <laughs> baka. And I'd be fucking like... It's like right, yeah, I, I can see All it right. now. Um, and I also got a credit... No, a... Um, credit card? No, not a credit card. I win. <laughs> a business card holder. So I can all be all businessy. Okay. Yeah, just one. Right. Yeah, just one. And th- I knew cards. this was good. Yeah. I knew this was good because my partner, Kate, stole it instantly. Mm-hmm. A portable battery for charging your phone. 
Oh yeah, mm. nice. Yeah, good. She took it. I didn't even didn't even touch the sides. How it many uh, kilowatt hours? Uh, I think it was just like one charge. It was with a little one. And then you throw oh, it out. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> really useless. And then you just then you jam it down a penguin's throat <laughs> and chuck out the penguin. Good. good. And then you make a dolphin eat the penguin. <laughs> It's a very specific set of uh, disposal It's in the instructions, instructions mate. What can I say? Yeah. Um, so that's really good. And uh, so, congratulations, Andy. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Can I ask one question? Yes, you may. You you tried. Well, you I guess you practiced a lot when you did the first pocket conference presentation. Yeah, it was yeah. five minutes. Yep. How much effort did it take to get it down to three minutes? Uh, way more than I thought. I thought that it was just chopping out a couple of slides, but then once you got rid of those slides, like some Didn't impact, make sense. Yeah, like. Yeah. Went and so I was like, Oh, how do I read? So essentially, what I did is just lied a little bit more to cover the cracks. Uh, I was gonna say, do you just talk faster, yeah, maybe? just talk faster, make quick movements, and at the end, do pocket glitter, <laughs> smoke bomb disappears. Yeah, that's right. Brilliant, yeah. I love it. Um, and other news is that I don't know if you guys have noticed, but there's something different about me. Your hair's longer. It is, but it only where it's forehead growing. Forehead shinier. Forehead shinier, yeah. I have my point. I can't believe you're in on that. Well done. <laughs> it is shiny, though, isn't it, Rob? <laughs> it must be the light. It's like perfect. I know well, it I is. I've got a spotlight on Your neck's thinner. My neck? Well, I have not been eating properly. Uh, <laughs> freelancing's not good. Your nose is pointier. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus. Shoulders. I wish I'd never started this. Shoulders are weirdier. Arms, <laughs> arms are more girly thin. <laughs> Right, I'm going to put my pubes on you. <laughs> um, my glasses broke right oh. in the middle and I, I fixed them. Can you tell? No, not at all. Oh, I can only just yeah. see. Right, Blue. get this. This yeah. was just before I was about to record a video for Australia Science Channel. So I had to come up with a quick fix. So I went on the internet and you drill two tiny, tiny little holes either side of the break. And then I put floss through mm. it. Then I colored the floss black. And then I put super glue in it. Now they're good as new. You do, didn't even know this. Wow. Do you know what I do when I my glasses break? You just don't do anything. Because <laughs> clearly, look, <laughs> look at your glasses. You wearing them. <laughs> Very good. Congratulations, Andy. Congratulations. I, feel, I feel it's been a successful and well done on weeks. the glass repair. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, um, Cameron. Uh, I'll be relatively quick. Uh, I That's learned. Who used to say in that? Yeah. Ha ha. I- <laughs> Huh? <laughs> I learned this week that I've been granted adjunct status at Flinders oh, University. Holy shit. So I get a promotion. I'm now level B. <laughs> level oh. B at Flinders University. Hang on, do you get so, paid at level one. B? So Flinders is going to pay you? No, no, no. Adjunct is a completely non-paid position. <laughs> <laughs> but why assign, a, why assign a, a thing to it then? I don't know why I'm assigned as a level B adjunct, right. not non-paid Typical position. Flinders, you Good leave you. and then they give you a promotion. <laughs> An unpaid promotion. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so the reason why I wanted it is because then I can keep my emails. Because if you leave, uh, yeah, you yeah, leave somewhere annoying. and you lose your email. Yeah. I mean, it's this it just ruins problem. so yeah. many things. I have so many problems with that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Everything is wired to one email. It's now yeah. locked. Yeah. So it's yeah. And you've got status. keycard access to labs and things like that. Well, I can at least apply for them. I'm sure all of those will expire as soon as my contract finishes, but yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. get yeah. them again until my adjunct status ends, which isn't until 2020, actually. So I'm, I'm currently contracted longer than you, Chris. You are. Yeah, technically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, i got a netball-related story, but oh. uh, we'll just skip that one. I think. No, no, go on. <laughs> go on. You love talking about sports. All um, right. So I played netball last week, Andy. Why? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the worst game. Isn't that just soccer 
no, the air, no, net and a ball. Netball's like basketball where you can't run with the ball in your hand. Pivot. Running's pivot. Pivot. You must pivot. Running's the best bit of basketball. Why would you get rid of the best bit? I'm not sure. But I played it and... Injury. Uh, no, I'm fine, but good guess. He was limping though, you're right. <laughs> uh, I was in the shooting position, so I'm one of the people who scored the goals. Goal attack. And goal we shooter. had two goal seconds goal left. <laughs> Someone threw the ball down. It was a terrible throw. Yeah. So Joel, I, can you name and shame? Uh, I can't remember who it was, actually. <laughs> Did you scream at them and heap scorn upon them? Uh, no, because of what happened next. <laughs> oh. I ran away from the goals to collect this terrible pass. Yeah. Grabbed it with, with my left foot down. Yeah. Twisted a ponce to my left foot and shot because there was no time left. A buzzer, ponce. buzzer beater. I was the maximum distance out that you're allowed oh. to shoot from a netball. Yeah. Swish. You got Swish. it. Swish. There's no net on the, in the netball thing. Yeah, there's, there? there's no there's there's a net. There's, there's no, no backboard. backboard. Oh, okay. So it's always going to be a swish, basically. Yeah. Well, it could hit the rim. I cannot and believe. Around. Hang on. Did everyone didn't understand that swish meant you got a goal? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Because no, I was like, a swish means not only did it go in, but it didn't touch the side of the ring as it went in. Oh my it, it went god! In the like, very center. I can't believe there's a whole nother language for like swish. Like I got a swish today. Do you use it like that? <laughs> like I swished it. Yes. How do you use it? Is it a verb? Because yeah. it makes the noise. <laughs> And it's like, well, what? do that, not a switch. <laughs> so, so anyway, the, the moral of the story is you did something amazing with yep. sport. Yeah, I got a great goal at netball last week. So well done, Karen. Well, there you go. Well done. Your year well has ended on a high. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Swish. Right, yeah. yeah, a sporting uh, high. A sporting high. All right. Did you have a swish event in your life, Rob? Uh, I can't say that I have. Um, the biggest news right now is that I'm currently living with my grandma. Yes. Oh, so, yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm back. Tell her s- I say hi. Oh, yeah. yeah, I will. She'll, uh, if you come around, she'll make sausage rolls. Uh, yes. So I've been living off sausage rolls and it's been great. So Awesome. Uh, no, I'm back in, in Australia for two and a half months and uh, yeah, just uh, living with my grandma and parents and stuff. And yeah. I haven't been back for almost three years, so I thought I'd better see some family and then uh, mm. yeah, then I'll be off again. But. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Rob. Your pedestrian news will now <laughs> is the um, intro to my news, which I will be taking my time with. No, we're which running, I will, we're not running, sl- I will not be speeding up. Well, we're running long. Me, uh, we're running long. <laughs> no, 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 we're already no, at 45 no, minutes, mate. No, 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 I'll, 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 <laughs> it'll, be a, it'll be a quick 20. There's not much to report. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Stop reading my massive font (laughs) because I can't read it because my glasses are fucked. Um, Look, one of the last papers that Andy worked on before he left Flinders. So your most successful paper. Which I am a co-author on. Yes. Uh, got its first site on Google Scholar. Oh, which yeah. one's that? It's the uh, polystyrene sulfonate free sulfur nanowise slash single wall carbon nanotube transparent electrodes using graphene oxide. God, paper. yeah, that's it. That's went a in f- oh, material, material, no, no, no. materialomics, thin no, no, solid no, films, thin, thin solid, solid films. This was with um, moi, of course, Anna Rude, Dave yep. Lewis, yep. Amanda, and. Yep. Regular listener, Yoni. Yoni, yeah. yeah. Who Excellent. you were his uh, honours supervisor. I was, wasn't I? Yeah. Sorry, Yoni. <laughs> um, and that was an amazing paper because in that paper, I managed to AFM Raman and SEM exactly the same, very small location on the same sample. Yeah. Like finding, what do I write here? Like finding a needle in a haystack time and time again. Incredible. Incredible. Wow, Incredible. you really are a machine. All right, I am going to move through this quick. So... 
Now, today is 13th of December, so we've already done the end of year podcast. We have. But it's not the end of 2017 yet. No. So I want to do the Cameron Shearer Shit Science Competition update stats. It's the, the Peapop Most Relevant Scientist of the Whatever. Year competition, which Whatever. I was crowned the champion of last episode. No, oh. Renee Gorham was. Renee was, uh, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> the, the year's not finished yet, and we've got another fella here to add into oh. the mix. Uh, I don't think mine's going to be very good. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Peapop's Most Relevant Scientist of the Year competition. Yeah, we need to change your intros. Okay. Do you redo that every time? Yeah. I always thought it was just the no, same No, no, oh, same different every time. It's good, it? yeah. All that effort he puts in. Me. 2.82. Rubbish. Amazing. BA, 2.6. Oh, you oh. took you overtook me. I overtook you. Yes. yes. That's why you wanted to bring it up. <laughs> it <laughs> was the main reason. You yeah. couldn't lose to someone who's left side. But not the only reason. Dolce Ombre, 3.29. Massive. Schmoopy, yours has gone up again Good. to 3.78. Oh. But Robert Brooke, Uh-oh. 3.79. <gasps> And That's Renee Gorham's just gone up another point two to 4.77. Oh, so you beat Cameron. No. How the hell does that happen? Equal. Uh, no, 3.78 and 3.79. Oh, <laughs> round one up. Come on. What? Give me a third decimal place. La- last week, I went to one decimal place and you went, no, no, two decimal places. All right. Well, one decimal place then. No. So we're both on 3.8. No. no, you're third. You're third. You're third now. You're third. Oh, I must have got that wrong. I, before I came on here, I was like, I better have a look about what this. I couldn't find how to calculate it. I was like... Pretty sure it's like this and then divided by this. And we're like 53 divided wow. by 14, my friend. It's 3.79. It works. Well it done. Loses. I'll take it. So it's all on, on Scopus yes. uh, uh, citations divided by publications. But let's get like all citations jo- for okay. this calendar year. All jokes aside, yeah. I've looked, I looked up some, some big producers of science and all our relevant science scores are much higher than some big names. So yeah. there you go. We That's are amazing. We are all relevant. Best. We are very relevant. Good the future. Know. Boom. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for Topic of the Day. Topic of the Day. I I seriously thought you were asking the time. I was was, was like 8.59, Cameron. Sorry. Um, Our topic for the day comes from us because the topic is communication tools for researchers. These have got real popular. Mm. Aren't they? I've seen it all the time now. We've got animations. Pocket conference. Conference in a pocket. Conference in your pocket. (laughs) Uh, We've got animations, graphical abstracts. Uh, The question that I think we should talk about is do you use them? What is the future? And also, Rob, because you're our super special guest, you can plug your super awesome startup. Tell us about it. Yes. So, uh, started probably two months ago when this comes out, maybe four months ago, uh, a company called conceptualize.tech. There will be a link. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, there will be a link. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We have yeah. the technology. Yeah. To yeah. Link. It'll be shared <laughs> on their social media. It will, yes, that's right. Yeah, Chris will do it. Fucking better be. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. yeah. So, I, I started this company. It's all about uh, trying to aid scientists in visualizing their science. Uh, it all started when I was trying to make something uh, for a presentation to the group in Sweden. And I was trying to make uh, polystyrene balls that were then covered with uh, a conductive polymer. Yeah. And then turned over and then the balls were washed away. So you were left with these kind of like okay. a honeycomb like structure or not honeycomb, but dimps in this polymer. Yeah. And I was trying to do it on PowerPoint yeah. and it just fucking sucked. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. trying to do like a little animation where things moved and I was just like, oh, this is terrible. Yeah. Really bad. And then 
uh, a friend of mine came and like had a look and just said, he said what I was thinking. It's like shit house. And I was like, yeah, thanks. Uh, and he's like, let me show you what I've been doing. And he was uh, using this, um, uh, this uh, software called Blender. Uh-huh. And he was making things that looked basically lifelike. Yeah. And he was just mucking around with it. He wasn't doing anything with science. And I was like, oh, I should get onto this. Yeah. And so over the next year, I was using that. And then, yeah, I just now make animations and good looking images that really kind of explain science a lot better than like what I could do just with words yeah. and especially much better than what I could do with a PowerPoint. Yeah. So yeah. an image tells a thousand, thousand words. words. Yeah, exactly. So, and in Blender... Does it tell more than a thousand words? Because it's real fancy. Um, I yeah, love some of like your stuff. Thousand five hundred, yeah. maybe. Five thousand five hundred and three. Yes. I think. Yeah. That's what Whoa. I had down. Is Whoa, that's thing. impressive. And it's the great thing that you that using Blender is that it's open open source, so it's free. Yeah. So it's free. So, so uh, there's not a not a massive paywall like Photoshop. No, no, no. Or and, Illustrator uh, has. The good thing about Blender is it has this really big online community, so you yeah. can like how I learned was just going to YouTube. Um, and learning from the tutorials there. Yeah. Don't everyone do that. Um, come to me and, and conceptualize.tech. Yeah. It's really hard to learn. Don't do it. That's it's not right. worth YouTube's it. YouTube's very tricky to use. I struggle with it all the time. <laughs> Avoid YouTube. Avoid but I think, it. I mean, every new graphics program I've ever tried to learn, there's always a pretty big learning curve at the beginning. Like yeah. it's very hard to start. And then once you kind of get going, then, yeah. then you can kind of teach yourself after that. But yeah, starting's definitely the hardest part. Yeah, so I was probably doing like a tutorial a night for like maybe like three solid months. Yeah. Wow. I was just really motivated to try and like, because I knew this would be something that I would definitely use in yep. the future, no matter what, like where I went in science, it was going to be something that I needed to do because yeah. it was just like, and even in my thesis, it's I've got like, I've got uh, some schematics there that are just like, now that I look at them and I'm just like, yeah, they're pretty shit. Yeah. yeah. Could be a lot better. So like, no matter what I do, it's always going to be useful. I was like, I'll just do it. Yeah. No, I've seen, also recently this, uh, even this year, I've seen this explosion of animations, uh, digital kind of images, all that sort of stuff. And I, I think what it is, it's a shift to researchers realizing that PowerPoint is no good anymore. Like yeah. science has been stuck behind. Uh, I don't know whether it's behind a paywall or what, whatever it is, but particularly there's a lot of services that do provide that. And all of the services that I've heard about this year are run by scientists. Mm. Which is fantastic because then you've got scientists who know the. It's not just a designer who has to kind of understand the process. You've got a scientist yeah. that's mm-hmm. you know they understand what the goal is, the yeah. science behind it. You know, and I think that that combination of skills is 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 fantastic. So yeah. they're not they're not going. Can your polystyrene spheres be pyramids? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it would look so much nicer. <laughs> yeah. So like actually, one of the main like another main motivator was in our group. Um, in Lichipin University, we had the electronic roses, which you might have seen. Uh, it went it was yeah. the first time that roses had uh, electronics in them. Yeah, and that uh, image they had they paid for that image, and it cost them quite a lot. And right, I can't exactly remember what, but maybe like thousands of dollars. Yeah, and sure. and it was worth it in the end. I mean, it went all around the world, and New York Times, and all yeah. this. So it got so much public like publicity that it was just like. It's worth it to get. I mean, the science was good, but I mean, that image kind of shows everything. Yeah. And for media, it's just like, oh, I can understand. That's what's right. Going if on, you yeah. can package it up, give it to a journalist, say, look, run this. This is free. It looks awesome. It, yeah. They cannot say no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the fact that there was, I'm sure, awesome science behind it as well, mm. but with great multimedia, it absolutely works. Yeah. 
So I guess if it was like a PowerPoint, uh, <laughs> yeah, green line and then a red series of red circles, it yeah. probably wouldn't have been no. shared around as much. I mean, it's probably more likely that people take <laughs> photos, and it's, like, that's a lot cheaper. But I mean, if you really need to see and show like what science is going on and how impactful that science could be then like a i think a there is a reality that we we have to be able to sell our science these days i mean a bit yeah to some degree you have to but the great and thing you can about, do that with visuals much yeah, better yeah, than yeah. You can absolutely but the great thing about all this is that eventually academia will catch on to the fact that alt metrics is very useful mm-hmm. and it's not a camera i mean you're you're in the situation now where you're applying for jobs are you yep. can you put alt metrics down? Is that taken seriously it's yet? Never been asked. Yeah. So I went to a few seminars and they were like, it's the next biggest thing. It's the next biggest thing. And I said, like I was like, it is, but academia takes ages to catch up mm. with these sort of things. What, what's the hesitation with using alt metrics? Is it because it, no it, 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 it can be it does an advantage doesn't advantage the higher up people in science, so yeah. they don't want to adopt it. Yeah. Oh, and so it just captures every mm. media. So essentially, mm. every time your research is mentioned on any type of media online, it just kind of robots go out, find it, boom, aggregate it. Um, but uh, Cameron, you are known as a Photoshop wizard in your group. Yes. Why? Uh, well, I think my uh, same as same as Rob. Really, one 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 time we had a competition where if you made a, a web a web thing for the Flinders Nano Center. Yeah. The best one was going to get an iPad. Oh, oh and you wanted was an around, iPad? I was around for that. I so I, 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 I took a week off my PhD <laughs> and I made, I taught myself how to use um, Shockwave Flash. Wow. Old school. Uh, and I uh, made an animation for it and I won myself an iPad. Yes. Worth it. And you then, still got the iPad? No, I actually left that one on a plane. No, <laughs> oh, <laughs> cruel. Oh no, and the airline hasn't didn't find it for me. Mm. Oh yeah, wink, wink. I know. Well, it's locked, uh, and it's, according to my find my iPhone thing, it's uh, hasn't been reconnected to the internet. So, mm. where could it be? Anyway, <laughs> so I, I I just teach my I, I taught myself that, and then it's kind of just extended to. Like I've seen other people have nice figures in papers, and I'm like, well, I want to do that, and yeah. so I just just try. Yeah. Um, but I'm interested with the conceptualized.tech. What do you actually do? Yeah. So, <laughs> so who are the customers, and then what would the product be? So we started out because of uh, this electronic roses image. We started out thinking we would do like front covers of journal articles, mm-hmm. um, but then we kind of got into it and realized that. Uh, animations are much more um, they show off the science a lot better yeah so and it actually hasn't really been much in academia we've more got customers from industry so we did um, some for a kickstarter in stockholm and we've done uh, some stuff for some uh, a med tech company and then also the company that i work for rise um, they've kind of seen that they could use these animations and stuff to show off their science. So yeah. um, they've been really good in supporting uh, the company and uh, getting us, uh, well, they allow us to do uh, some of this stuff for them as well. So it's, uh, yeah, it really shows okay. off the, so at the moment I'm doing one about the processing of some printed uh, batteries. So, and that's just really nice to show you like, okay, it has this uh, process going into this process and then then laminated and then it yeah. can be used for this and that. So. I've made a few animations for talks as well. And I think that like synthesis 
is so much easier to follow in an animation than, yeah. than when it's kind of just like an arrow going here and there. Mm. Um, so I guess this brings me to the kind of next question is for new PhD students, like we say, yeah, yeah, go get these skills. It's awesome. Yeah. But for someone like Chris, <laughs> screwed. like Chris, do you know the box in like the little whirly box in your office? So, with the light so I, had screen? A, I had a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> recently yeah. where you clicked it and you know, there was the screen and then another thing would appear and then another thing would appear. I deleted all that. I, <laughs> I, I got rid of all the animations and yeah. made it even more boring. Yeah. So for someone, for someone younger like Cameron, I think you're convinced of the power of animation and extra multimedia. Yeah. Chris, where does it fit in your life? So I think it's great, but I would not want to do it myself. No. So this is where a service would help. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The service is the kind of thing I'd, Chris, I'd, I'd definitely <laughs> come oh, to I my door. I would need door. to collaborate with someone or pay someone to Ooh, probably Oh, I like do the way that. he went to the collaborate first. Like, I have no <laughs> money. Let's well, collaborate. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, it's, it's, there's, there's, it's definitely not the kind of thing I'm probably going to learn myself. But it's, is it at the top of your priority list? Like, that's the thing I struggled with. Like, I think everyone says, yeah, yeah, it's great, it's great. No, but it's not. No, it wouldn't. Learning how to use a program like that would not be the top of my list. What about paying for a service? to Like, if you produced a paper, is there money can you think of money that would be available for you to go all right let's do this let's put out an animation or something fancy no 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 not at all uh, except i mean i've got some establishment funding that i could use for that yeah but that's just sort of loose money i i, I, I loose won a few, money i won a few years ago <laughs> i mean you don't get in grants there is no special allocation yeah. for that sort of thing yeah. so I, I actually included it in my in one of my grants oh, and, cool. they, and they said yes well, I didn't get the grant. So they said no. <laughs> that was why you didn't get it. Because I, so I, I, this guy's I, asking for multimedia money. I, so I, I had 10000 in publication. Uh, publication right. costs. Okay, yeah. And that would include I suppose you could, yeah. If you could, if you could, you could put it in that sort of money pot, then, then you could then pay for things to be done. Yeah. I think if you're going to pay money for a front cover, uh, I mean, I know that's away from animations, but if you pay money for a front cover... Like it's a few hundred euros. Yeah. Uh, you should have one that you're really proud of. Yeah. So it makes sense then yeah. to, to outsource it or to to find the person yeah, th who's really good at it. That's the thing is like if you really believe in your science and you want to make sure that you put a good front cover forward, like I think every new youngish academic could probably get something together to be like to to fill that box to be like all right mm. there's my there's my animation that I learned a few things but have you found that people are wanting that extra professional step or have you felt any resistance to your services because people are like oh, I can do that but they're not really doing it they're just doing what they can do does that yeah, make sense yeah i haven't i mean it's i would say it's a bit different in sweden i mean okay. in the environment that i'm in there's a lot of startup companies around and they have the kind of, the government's really good over there. They kind of support the startups mainly because they get like, eventually when the startups like start bringing in uh, money, it's like a 40% uh, tax or whatever. So the mm. government really supports the startups. Because they want your money eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so the startups. But that's why all governments do anything. Right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we are focusing more on like the startups at the moment. But yep. uh, yeah, I mean, there are uh, people that have the skills to do this kind of stuff. So mm. Um, but yeah, we're kind of in talks with people to try and like, if they're writing grants and just like, uh, as Cameron did, put some extra money in yeah. so that they can have some to, to put into animations and, and, uh, front covers. So 
But not everyone just has the time either. So, yeah, so say, if, say something's going to take me a week or I could pay someone $500 to do it. Yeah. It's probably better value than for me to just pay them to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, say I took the one week to win my iPad as a PhD. <laughs> so an iPad is worth about $1,000. So yeah. right now that wouldn't actually be worth my time. But as a PhD sure. student, when I was getting paid a few hundred dollars a week, yeah. I actually did get a net Next gain. <laughs> Net gain out of but that. But did you take that time off as yeah. holiday or sick or you just didn't... T- oh, no, no, no. I, I, I had to use the uni computer because that's where the programs oh, okay. were. But, um, so you, you still got paid. Yeah. Win-win. Yeah. So win-win. Yeah. Like you could still do that at work. Yeah. Why not? Well, like the most recent uh, journal cover I did, which yeah. currently has not been accepted, I spent about three days making didn't, that cover. Oh, the small methods one? Yeah. That didn't get accepted? Uh, well, we haven't heard yet. Ooh. But Rob, uh, I mean, this is science. You're still a scientist, right? Yeah. And you care about your age index and other publications? Uh, yeah. So why don't you accept uh, co-authorship <laughs> instead Ooh, of money yeah. for, uh, for oh, yeah, doing these animations? Idea. That would be interesting. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Uh, is that... On the on the <laughs> ethics, is it is it okay to include... As it? long as you've had intellectual input to a... <laughs> To a study, it's fine. If you yeah. want to go by those rules, there are a lot of people wouldn't get there's a lot of there's a lot of hangers on on every paper. Mm. Not every paper, but there's you know As every... soon as you spend eight hours on a project on something, that's you spend a lot name. more time than yeah. half the people on that yeah, project. That's worth it. Yeah. Oh, I and then you just say I'll <laughs> yeah. also do a bit of proofreading. Yeah. Okay. You find a spelling mistake yeah. and then yeah. you're in. <laughs> yeah. I've done some favors for people over in uh, in Linshipping, so or Noshipping, yeah. so maybe I should talk to them a bit more and be mm. like, so put, me put on my that name on there. Yeah. Yeah. Just Quid cheese you. Quo, Just cheese it. Yeah, like, yeah. We'll do this one as a collaboration. <laughs> normally one. I'd pay normally I'd charge for it, but yeah. I'm happy to offer a collaboration. Yeah. So Chris, will you be <laughs> learning any new skills? Come on, two thousand and eighteen now, when this goes out. I all right, here we go. All right. Commit. I will learn how to do histograms in Excel. Oh, that's actually quite difficult. Yeah, take that. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Have to it's follow. not. It's not as easy as you'd think. You go to the bar graph section in Excel. It doesn't make it's a histogram there. for you. It's not there. Yeah, I will do that because I have to do a histogram for some awesome data I collected recently. Right. I will do that and I will bring it in and I will show you that data. That's good. Boom. Actually, this is a good. This is the new one. That's your New Year resolution. Yep. Sci- All right, Cameron. Science New Year's resolution. Well, didn't we do the one last week? I'm going to get a grant. Next year's the year of the. And grant. I'm going to I'm going to get up to eighty papers. Which means I've got to publish better. Oh, it's not oh, do you, want, you, you want, want a better, better thing than I want that. a better thing. I want like something that like New Year's resolutions are about making you a better person, not cr- like... Yeah, like making histograms in Excel. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to make me a better man. So what's, what's going to make you a better scientist? Uh, <laughs> dishwasher. I don't right. know. I think I need to be a better, better supervisor. I think that's what I need uh, to be better that's at. That's a good goal to supervise some students. Yeah. To mentor. Mentor to be nice to them and not fill, uh, cover yeah. them in scorn. I think I'm too surly. Yeah, yeah, you are quite yeah. Surly. <laughs> Definitely need to cut down on the surliness a lot, like a lot, like a lot. Oh wow! And I need Going. to I need to increase my surliness. I'm not surly enough. Uh, Rob, what are you going to do in the new year? 
Yeah, I mean, it would be nice to just be smarter in general. Yeah, um, yeah. just, just do that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can do, do that. that. You can take yeah. nootropic drugs. Yeah, which which yeah. drug should you take for that, Andy? ADHD, Ritalin. Uh, just to be smarter no. in general. <laughs> yeah, we you can use Concerta, Detrano, Metadate CD, Metadate ER, Methylin and Methylin ER, Ritalin, Ritalin. And SR, caffeine, caffeine's a nootropic drug. Ritalin SA and equivalent. No, and, but I think in I would like to organize my folders. I think yeah, that's I, what I really need to do. I'm oh. really shit at all. Yeah, organizing I need to files. clean my office as well. That's another thing I need to do. Are you, yeah. a, you a person with files all over the desktop? Everywhere. No, oh. even worse now. Even worse because I've got a graphics computer for like conceptualize.tech and I have a computer for like Rise and they're scattered between Do you, do you know oh, what? So yeah. sometimes you do Rise work on the other computer. No, no, yeah, I mean, yeah. And then I've got two hard drives as well and then they're just scattered on beat, there. Beat this, beat this. When my desktop gets too cluttered, I make a des- a, a folder called desktop and I put the date <laughs> and then I funnel all those loose shit files into the desktop folder Hell. with the date on it and I've got like a uh, hundred desktop folders. Cameron's so- lost it. Yeah, you win. Like, that that a, angers you. That actually makes you surly, doesn't it? I can't believe it. Like you, <laughs> you need to be cutting this down. This is what you need to start. You need. That's great, Gibbo. That's a great idea. Yeah, come you on, man. Chill out. Like, relax. You can't continue living like that. <laughs> what? Man was not meant to live this way. <laughs> it's not how computers work. <laughs> Oh, you make me shut up for this. <laughs> our next section is Science This, where we use our transferable science skills to science the shit out of an everyday activity. And this week, the activity is lunch breaks. And that's from Alison on the forum. Love a lunch break. Lunch break. My favourite time. Love it. Who wants to go first? Oh. Chris, you want to go You want to go first? <laughs> I want to go first because right. I feel like as the guest, mine will be shit and yours will be good. So I don't want to... Have you heard, you've heard yeah. them before, haven't I've you? I've heard yeah. a lot okay. of them. <laughs> Robert, don't, uh, don't, Robert? You, don't we then want a shit sandwich? We, uh, <laughs> well, I don't want people to listen and be like, well, they get to the science this, they're still excited and I don't want them to like, if I'm in the middle somewhere, they're like, nah, this is boring. Uh, uh, I want them, they've still got the excitement. No, no, I'm sure yours will be brilliant. Be you good. are right in the sense that the best is last. Shut up. You're not no, I am today. always last. Okay. So science this lunch breaks. Yep. So first off, the lunch break is an hour. None okay. of this half hour bullshit. All right. if, if people say like, oh, but I have half an hour. Yeah. No, I don't count it as... A break, you know, if you're yeah. counting hours, not that you do that in academia, but where I'm now, I yeah. count hours. Yeah. If you have half an hour lunch break, you don't have to have that as a break. But if you have an uh, hour lunch break, that's like, so, that's a break. So could you leave a half hour early if yeah, you have half exactly, hour? Exactly. Yeah. But I, I, I try feel like I need sometimes. the lunch break, the hour lunch break. So yeah. just to be, get that out of the way early. Yeah, All absolutely. Right. Nice. Set so, the parameters. Now, sciencing this, I was thinking... You really don't need to chew your lunch. <laughs> so, what? Yeah, why would you? So, at first, I was thinking, like, you know, you can have like an IV drip or something going like straight into your stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, good. Uh, that's good. You kind of have to just sit there and yeah, uh, for have an this hour. In. But <laughs> I like that. Then you're, you're, you're chatting the whole time or you're doing yeah, something else yeah. with your mouth. And you don't have to watch someone eating in a really disgusting way. Oh, my God. Let me start with people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I hate that noise <laughs> But then I was thinking more like Oh you wouldn't need like an IV You just take like a pill Or even if you have this Gobstopper right. from uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory Oh yeah It's yep. three course meal Because yeah. I yeah. 
the flavor and stuff. People really get you know yeah. into oh, yeah. their flavor. So, so you could not you wouldn't like the peel if there's no flavor to it. Yeah, but the so gobstopper you're getting everything. And you, you you know you go to the cafeteria and you pick the gobstopper that you want. So yeah. you want the three course meal. You pick this one. People are like yeah, this is really good. Mm. So you have that for eating or like sustenance. So not only does it taste good, it gives you a sense of fullness as well. Mm. So yeah, all that. Very good. So now I'm thinking like lunch is a break from work. Yep. So I feel like this is the future. So you'll have some sort of uh, electronics on your brain to read your brain waves to pick up stress and anxiety. Yeah. So then this will kind of tell you what kind of activity you should do during your lunch break. Okay. So for Ooh. example, let's take, it's, it could be different for every job, but let's take a scientist. Yep. And scientists will, you're doing like very, I guess you think a lot and you're like at a computer maybe. So you need to do something active. Yeah. So the brain would suggest say like rock climbing. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I would say like at, at the workplace, you go into a small room and you have like a wall that's, it's on a, uh, what do you like call it? Like a treadmill. Yeah, like a treadmill going up. Okay. And yeah. then you put on a VR glasses. So it looks yeah. like you're, you know, uh, what's it? Sylvester Stallone in, uh, yeah. What's the movie? Clock Clock four, with, when he's a Cliff Hanger. Bloody hearts on fire. No, no, I don't know. No, Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Cliff Definitely Cliffhanger. Oh. So, <laughs> you, so you'll be climbing. That makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you? I thought it was inspirational. But you know. he just wanted to sing the song, that's all. Yeah, so you, you got the VR glasses on and you you're, feel like you're climbing a... a a mountain and then yeah. you, you get kind of sweaty and then you kind of you're completely different from what you normally yeah. do and yeah. all this you've got the colostomy bag thing attached to <laughs> uh, the reverse colostomy yeah. bag oh the IV drip so the either IV that drip. or you've, you've had the pill already the, oh you've had the, the pill the stopper yeah. remember yeah. Yeah. sorry yeah. sorry so sorry either sorry. that or like if your like headset is saying you were totally stressed this morning like you had a presentation then you go into like one of these relaxation pods yeah and then you like you're kind of half floating and yeah. then there'll yeah. be noises of the ocean sensory deprivation yeah. tank that's yeah. the one. You're not allowed to wee. 37 degrees, it's full of salt oh, yeah. water. You're no, fine. no, because there's... That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, there's a... It's like you're in a small thing, but also there's $300 worth of magnesium salts that they put in there. So if you wee, they have to get rid of all those. So Do it's they like know. a $300 wee. I think they would smell. Yeah. What if you drank a lot of water? Try it. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I might. Yeah, so you'd be in this like relaxation pod and then yeah. you'd be like noises of the ocean, whales and stuff. And yeah, so or really Chris. Like, oh. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Thank you. So yeah, that would be that, and then you would go back to work and be like, "No, I had a really nice, you know, pod session." Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like, I like it. that. So, so you're you're putting the the thing on your head, and it's telling you you will be most relaxed after lunch if you do this. Yeah, and then it provides you with the means to do it. Yeah, that we'll- sounds absolutely perfect. So either that, or you know, just have a nap. So it's not really sciencing it, but I feel like you know you can't really beat a nap. So yeah, um, yeah, I've started doing that now. Yeah. Well, I put a bit of memory just, foam on the floor uh, and I've got a cushion and I lay down and I Stop making out. excuses for living in the it's, office now. <laughs> it's pretty common. I mean, my grandma does the same thing. So. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Zing. Zing. <laughs> yes. Uh, quick question. Is there a situation where you are too relaxed and your thing like says you need to be scared and it like forces you to walk in traffic or something? No, I feel like it would just give you a massive electric shock. Oh, perfect. Like, that's better. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good. That's better. Good, good. Yeah. Or it right. just makes you get in like a like a virtual reality fight or something like that. and then a Real movie. fight? Uh, maybe like zombies. You yeah, run away wimp. from zombies. It could yeah. be that. Yeah. I'd fight you. Or, yeah, or, a, or, a, or a nipple game. Something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Swoosh. 
Swish. Oh, what? Swish. <laughs> Swish. Swish. No, no, he's sword fighting. <laughs> so yeah, that's my that's my science. This brilliant, well done, very right. good. I like it. Oh, I like you. it. I like it. And I don't usually like other people's science. This oh. Rob, but I like yours. Well, well what? I like accolades. yours. Oh, brilliant. I feel well, like well, I'm doing well here. I got bravery award. Like I got these guys. <laughs> yeah, you're doing well. Oh, it's gonna get bad. It's gonna get oh, real bad. Shit. Yeah. All right. So I think Rob uh, laid out a pretty good lunch break already. Um, One hour. I've got a bit of a current day science to apply to it. And I like I like uh, everything to do with magic pills uh, <laughs> and uh, robots. I um, like magic pills too. All right. So the goal the goal of the lunch break is number one, nourishment. And number two is to just recharge the brain so you can maintain activity for the rest of the day. Yeah. So uh, we're often told to get uh, one at least one hour of a lunch break yep. each day. Um, and then uh, as part of that, a thing to uh, reactivate your brain, you're told like there's a lot of science out there saying, you know, this is really good to recharge your brain. This is really good. I, I read a paper today where kawaii is really good for your brain. What's kawaii? that? that In Hawaii? That's really good for your brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that, Travel is that to Hawaii. <laughs> what is kawaii? Cameron? So I probably pronounced it quite badly. Kawaii is the this Japanese form of drawing where they make animals look really cute. Oh, so apparently shit. viewing oh. viewing cute cartoon animals has been proven to help cognitive ability. Japanese are good at this. That's why they do those little farms, don't they? The sand farms. People have them on that. And you're no, it's not a sand rock farm. Garden. The, that's the one. <laughs> and you, you rake it with a little tiny rake and that's supposed to relax you. Sand farm. When you go to the beach, what do you call that? <laughs> Ocean. Sand grass. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> And a massive pool. Anyway, <laughs> that I wee in all the time. Anyway, let's get off. It's off topic. All right. So, Cameron. So, that's one thing that I've read. I also read that reading, uh, seeing a movie, being social, exercising, yep. walking, or just yep. daydreaming, they're all good oh. for your brain to recharge oh, at lunchtime. It. Excellent. Love it. I love it. I do all those things. But which one's During the, work? Which one's the best? <laughs> oh. That's where my science comes in. Yeah. So, I'm going to get 100 people. Oh, oh no. you bastard. Don't you, you have dare. done the same Don't as him. Don't you dare. You have I've done the same as him. Don't you dare. Oh. Take, no, 102. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> Do 1,000. I've got 1,000 people. Oh, it makes me feel better. Stats are better than yours, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so what's for us as scientists, it's, it's pretty hard sometimes to actually get that one hour break say if you're running an experiment or you're doing a synthesis speak for yourself when you work as hard <laughs> yeah, as me Andy. it's almost well, impossible i perfected the art of finding time <laughs> for a lunch break um so but but what's something that's really hard to do in the afternoon take a poo no think in general yeah, stay thinking awake in general i mm. think uh I find writing really hard to do in the afternoon. Yes. I'm often much more productive writing in the morning. That's where your creative time is. And in the afternoon, generally, I don't write anywhere near as much. Hmm. And writing is something you can normally put off until the next day. So if you're writing a paper, there's no actual deadline. You kind of just do it when you get time. So I'm going to use writing a paper as my guideline for how effective these lunchtime breaks are. Okay, good. So my thousand people are all given data and asked to write a paper. So the first oh God, time- what a boring study. <laughs> they get paid for this study. I yeah, hope of they course do. they do. Jesus. <laughs> so the first time they're not given any. They're just they're not given any break. Right. And then they're timed, and the quality of their paper is marked. 
Who's doing the marking? Me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that. Good luck with all that. <laughs> is this not a cheap way to get more papers? You get a thousand people to write papers yeah. for you. Like, wow, I just made a thousand papers. That's a good yeah. idea. <laughs> it's a brilliant idea. I just let him open my AFM folder. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, the second round. So, I've got that as the baseline. So, okay. how good are they at writing a paper generally? Yeah. Then the second time, half of them are left this exact same way or they're left to kind of do their lunch break however they normally want it. And then the other half are given a specific task to do. So that's the reading, movie, movie, walking, kawaii, kawaii. etc. Yeah. And then that paper they write under those conditions is then timed and marked. And then from that, we should get hopefully some pretty clear data on which of the three or four are the best exercise or activities to do to recharge your brain at lunchtime. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also interested for my next experiment is that if you did the exact same thing every day, I think it would kind of lose its effectiveness. Uh, effectiveness. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I kind of mm. want to plan like a five-day week where on each of the five days you're doing a different task. It's like a brain workout. Yeah. And so then the next round is my thousand people are going to be doing uh, these exercises in different routines or different sets of them. And then from that, we'll work out which set of uh, activities you should be doing at your lunch break to maximize effectiveness in the afternoon. But then does it get repetitive of every week? So if you have this like set of exercises every week, then yes. it's kind of repetitive. Yeah, weeks. you're right. And that's why... An extra thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> that's why the next one is they're going to do different exercises for a month. Okay. And then the ones after going, that, random. Yeah. Don't be stupid. For a year. <laughs> yeah. For a lifetime. And so I... Uh, so that's that's the way I'm going to do it. I'm going to I'm going to use uh, uh, numbers, and uh, and and um I'm and some science apparently. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A thousand okay. people equals science. Well, You've done Cameron, it. Okay. Yeah. That's the Andy. Science. What are your hundred people that's doing? That's a classic Cameron Shearer science. This. <laughs> I because it's almost exactly the same as Andy's. <laughs> I'm going to piggyback off some of the things uh, Cameron's <laughs> presented. What is it about lunch breaks that humans need? Why do we even need them? Food, social interaction. That's right. Social interaction is important, right? But these are the... Do you you eat your desk, Rob? Sometimes. Oh, no. Me too. I'm a desk guy. And I I listen to a bit of YouTube while I'm I'm doing that. Your your keyboards must be filthy. No, no. I actually eat in the lunchroom. I actually have a schedule of lunch. So, I mean, I had this like Monday is this lunch, Tuesday is this lunch. Oh, whoa. Where I am in Sweden, we get the whole main street of food. So, we can just choose. Oh. Lovely. Sweden's got one main street of food. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Meatballs here. More meatballs. (laughs) Different sized meatballs. Uh, We take breaks. We hope that it does three things. These are the three main things. Well, it's more than my two things. Exactly. Boost productivity. Retain focus. But also creativity. So those are the... Uh, the Okay. So that were... It's kind of the same, right? All right. They're the three goals of of lunch? Yeah. So you can come back. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Lunch isn't just to stuff yourself so you feel sick. Really? That's that's my goal. (laughs) (laughs) Who says these are the three things? A blog on the internet, mate. Must be true. Must be true. That's right. Fair enough then. Um, Okay. So what I've done is I've decided that there's like the, the fancy way to do each of the three things. I've made a table, as you can see. Wow. Uh, in one column, I've got the three things. Then in the second column, I've got how to achieve that without drugs. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> and then in the third column, I've got how to achieve that with drugs, uh-huh. with some drug suggestions. Okay. All right. Yeah. So first so you're of being all, thorough. I'm sorry. You've been thorough. I've been thorough. Yep. yep. And I've used probably four blogs. Uh-huh. Um, and also some uh, something from Wikipedia. So I feel like I've got my my yeah. sort of information peer reviewed yeah. and covered. That's yeah. right. So creativity. Without drugs, these are the things superstars from blogs say. Listen to music, meditate, write by hand. Oh. Just write. I guess that falls into your little character, dude. And exercise. Boring. Not masturbating. Not masturbate. Well, I'm I mean, surprised. exercise and write by hand is kind of like that. <laughs> Two and one. <laughs> yeah. I guess, yeah, just tick those off. Um, okay, and creativity. Come on, drugs. Creativity, what would you use? For, for drugs? Yeah. Uh, LSD, LSD, marijuana. LSD, mescaline. DMT. D, D, uh, MDA. DMT, I think, knocks you out into a weird space world. Uh, MDMA? Uh, Not MDMA, no. We don't want people dancing in the lab. Um, Okay, it can be creative. It can be, yeah, yeah. But it's, yeah, when they get back into the lab, (laughs) they're a little bit worried. What's the working ingredient in mushrooms? Is it mescaline? Uh, No, psilocybin. Yeah, Yeah, that stuff. So anyway, that's there. So good. H, horse, blow, snow. Jesus, why do we always go to like heroin and cocaine? Um, (laughs) Tough. Because he watches Scarface every weekend. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I grew up in the year 70s and 80s, so uh, a lot of movies based on drugs. Sorry, Andy. Oh, Jesus. Continue. All right. You need this. Retain focus. All right? This <laughs> yeah. is how you do it. Ritalin. Blogs say, do your creative work first, right? That's what you were oh, saying. Do it, do in do the, it yeah, first. It's easy in the morning. Allocate your time deliberately. 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 Yeah. In a planned manner. Deliberately. 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 Thank you. Um, This one is is good. Train your mind like a muscle. Of course. So, practice concentration by turning off all distractions and focusing on one task. Mm -hmm. Because in today's super fast world, you're always trying to do like six or seven things at once. Right? Just do one thing just for five minutes and then yeah. increase that time. Mm. And your brain will, will... How much can your brain bench? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, retain focus. If I want to do this with drugs, amphetamine. Amphetamine, dextroamphetamine, dextroamphetamide, dexamethamphetamine, methylphenidate, uh, metadate CD, uh, methylene, Ritalin, Ritalin SR, Ritalin LA, and equivalent. So a few. Or, so quite a few, yeah. Or so ice. Not ice. No. No, no, because now we've got productivity. I feel like the podcast has taken another turn. You're just telling people what kind of drugs they need to <laughs> they take. Need, exactly, yeah. And the next one, you'll tell them how to make them. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. That's how you get sponsors. Uh, so, without drugs, how do you become productive? Productive. I've got 22. I'm going to go through them real quick. Ready? Do it. Turn off news. Ignore news. Exercise in the morning. Have 30-minute meetings. Drink water. Give yourself a break, man. Don't, don't be... Do a man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> break a man. Break a man. Don't be afraid to say no. Hug your dog was one of them. <laughs> Make the most of lost hours. Silence your inner perfectionist. Declutter that desk. Begin with Brussels sprouts. Mm, no. What? Yeah. Mm, Eat breakfast. The two-minute rule. Don't know what that is. Get your sleep on, man. Sleep in on Sunday. Make bad habits difficult for yourself. Make sure your goals are achievable and stay positive. 
Wait, okay. is that trying to say that your productivity will be good if you sleep in on Sunday? Say your productivity on Thursday will be better because you slept in on Sunday. That's what that's I, what it says. Throw that piece of paper. That's what out. the internet <laughs> says. It's bullshit. And so, uh, productivity with drugs is it's going to make you not sleep for a bit. It's yeah. going to make you quite itchy. Yeah. yeah. It's going to make you clean this, your house really well. And this is how Andy's staying up until uh, New Year's Eve. It's a uh, it's sponsor of the show, <laughs> Meth. <laughs> So it's got to be drugs, yeah? So it's only going to be drugs. And so what I'm going to do is I've got two user groups and I'm saying... Wait, isn't he, isn't he giving 50 of them drugs and 50 of them uh, the other exercises yeah, or just so, all drugs? Oh, really? Well, oh, what that. I'm going to do is, yeah, give 50% of my cohort without drugs and say you have to do all that like stuff. Um, and then I'm going to have another group where we just give them drugs and we see what the outcome is. Okay. And they have to be... Then afterwards they do creative. They've got to be creative. They've got to focus... Just by staring at each other for ages, yeah, um, and they've got to be productive by uh, by scratching the bugs out of their bodies. Yeah, the people on ice will do well with that, then, don't they? Um, and so scratching the bugs out of their own bodies. Uh, yeah, that's right. Oh, I'm surprised. Like hugging people and like, let's be honest, sex isn't on there for productivity. No, there was, no. It was hugging. There was nothing There's about no human contact. Hugging your dogs in there. Yeah, hugging yeah. the dog, but what not about other human people. Contact. What Look, about mate, people. No, no, no. Hug your dog. Okay, that's it. That's what the blogs say, and that's yeah, what we're is. doing. All right. Was this your blog? It was my blog, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you do love your dog. <laughs> I love my dog so much. I love her. All right. I miss her right now. So now it's now it's time. We're at the, the pointy end of science. Get on with it. The best till last. The best till last. Okay, here we go. So what are lunch breaks for? Wanking. Consuming calories. For cal- you, it's for pooing in the, in the toilet across your that office. occasionally does happen. Consuming calories to continue work into the afternoon and social interaction to maintain human contact, which is enriching for people. I wrote that without referring to the internet. That was just oh, off the top wow. of my head. You can tell. Wow. I'm all about science. You are. Right? So I need everything the- quickly and extreme to do my extreme science. Yep. We're not taking an hour. We're sorting this out quick. Social interaction. Now, I'm known as a bit of a legend in the tea room. Uh, this bloke here, Cameron, will confirm that. Oh, you can as well. You've been there as well. Rob, I don't know if you remember some of my amazing <laughs> tea room parlancing. Uh, I must have repressed it. Yeah. yeah sorry. But you definitely amazing. would have seen him in there because it, he does spend a, an in, incredible amount of time there. I Go don't. Listen, Chris. Not really. Not really. But when I'm there, I am king of the tea room. You're on fire. Therefore, to maximize my social interaction, only people who find me absolutely charming and funny can attend. Only people that find me charming How and funny. How do you find those people? Yeah, what if it's fake? But the f- fake's fine. Good. Fake's fine. As long, <laughs> as, I, as, long as I can't tell the difference. They must sit in front of me and listen to me talk at them for five solid minutes. That's how I'm getting my social interaction. Is it about candy? Well, this is all about you, is it? It's my, it's, it's, it's my uh, lunch break. Not their lunch break. <laughs> this is my lunch break. The only response can be dynamic interest. Yeah. <laughs> dynamic <laughs> interest. Dynamic, I love that one. Dynamic interest yeah. in what I'm saying. And laughing at my jokes, fakeness is fine as long as I can't tell the difference. So that's it. That's my social interaction. All in right. other words, I want to be adored for five minutes. Just just constantly adored. Yibbo, you're so great. Yibbo, you're amazing. Do you want us to do that now? No, you guys do that effectively anyway. <laughs> I see through the facade. I, st- I see through the, through the facade. Uh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> now i got to eat. I gotta eat. I gotta eat. I gotta ram calories into my guts. I've seen quickly, that. I can quickly, see you as can much do, as possible. You can do that. Yeah. What are the highest calorie foods known to man? Peanuts. Pizza and woman. Peanuts. Nope. Nut butter and Love. honey syrup. 
peanut butter and honey syrup. Right. So I'm making a concoction of bread soaked in peanut butter and syrup. It's then got a fill. So this is a sandwich. It's then got a (laughs) filling of peanut butter and syrup. I'm then compressing that with one of those massive presses that you know that that compress sheet metal down to about a hundredth of its normal size. To a wafer. To a wafer, and then I'm doing that a hundred times to get a normal width of sandwich. (laughs) And so now a peanut butter and syrup sandwich, these exist, has 550 calories. Yeah. My super compressed sandwich times by a hundred will therefore have 55, 50 times one. 5,500,000 calories. 55,500 calories. Wow. That's a dangerous amount of calories. It is. And are you going to eat this and then just survive off it for like four weeks or is this every lunch? I need this. I need this to get through the science. I'm yeah, going to do right. It. I need okay. the calories. You just the understand. afternoon. He has dinner after this yeah. as well. <laughs> now, what's, what's the problem when you eat that much food for lunchtime? What God happens afterwards? Shit. you got to yeah. have a big old poo. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, let's you, say... You I get bo- sleepy. Is that, you, you get sleepy. Thank ah, you. Uh, I went down there. Yeah, obviously, that one. <laughs> I, you, you two went straight for shit. That's yeah. brilliant. I, uh, yes. All right. So say I void my bowels, but then I also <laughs> feel yeah. a little sleepy. Would it come out like a wafer? <laughs> <laughs> it would come Come out like uh, what's that uh, oh, Futurama? Yeah, like space uh, spaceship fuel, dark yeah. matter. It would yeah. come out like super super dense, <laughs> like dwarf stuff, like neutronium. That's what it would come out like. Anyway. Not at your body. Um, all right. So I need something to give me a boost. Now I'm not going to go in for anything illegal like you proposed. Ice. Do you know what I'm going to take? Coffee. I'm going to take the most the strongest coffee that has ever been produced. And do you know where it's produced? Brazil. Malaysia. Adelaide, Australia. What? It's called the Ass Kicker. And it's dubbed the world's strongest coffee. Ice brewed contains four espresso shops, 120 mils of 10-day brew, brewed cold drip coffee, and eight 48-hour cold drip ice cubes, packing in 80 times the amount of caffeine found in a regular cup of coffee. Do you... According to the advertiser. If that is not the most pristine amazing source of knowledge the advertiser then yeah then you know it, it is second only to nature so that's that's exactly. the local paper yeah in this yeah city. the yeah. tizer the advertiser. that's the one i read um, when i'm voiding my bowels <laughs> do you have to drink this in the presence of a medical professional <laughs> so do you guys remember we actually did so we got asked a yeah. question about how much caffeine will kill you yeah um, how many cups of coffee will kill you and i brilliantly worked out that you would die from water toxicity before you would die from the caffeine overdose. Yeah. You could actually withstand about 100 cups of coffee in terms of caffeine. Shit. So this has 80, so you would survive. Just. And that gives you enough energy to break <laughs> through the the inevitable tiredness you would feel after the 55,500-calorie yeah. super would, compressed sandwich uh, made uh, of nut butter and honey syrup. You uh, would really need a shit after, <laughs> <laughs> after the, that much coffee. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's a good point. I, I probably couldn't finish That's that when that I'd coffee. wear Rob's colostomy bag. I'd have that attached to my... No, no it's a reverse bag. colostomy, colostomy bag. A reverse yeah. colostomy bag. Sorry. <laughs> Um, and and then and then after so that I've got five minutes of like of social interaction, people yeah. worshiping me. It take me at least you know one minute to eat the sandwich, <laughs> uh, one minute to drink the coffee. Seven minutes, I'm done. Wow, With more energy in me than a fucking nuclear reactor. Yeah, 
Ready and to more science. love given to me than you've had in your life, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> and more energy from the cup of coffee than an ice addict. Oh, my God. Science, look out. Only seven minutes. Seven and minutes. Then, That's how long it would take. Go back straight back to work. You don't straight have back. Straight back to calibrating cantilevers. Music is provided by the awesome Adelaide-based band Voice Rom. Go check out their stuff on their Bandcamp website. Also, remember to subscribe to us on your favourite podcast app. Like our Facebook page, join in the forum. Anywhere.net. Buy our mugs and leave us a review on wherever you get this podcast into yes, your head. Please. Cameron. You were just listening to Published Parish or Podcast. It was brought to you this week by our future sponsor, if they make any money, conceptualize.tech. Yeah. yeah. With thousand dollars. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to buy a mug. Yeah. You've got to buy a mug. you got to buy a mug. All and right. give us a thousand dollars. Thank you. <laughs> Final farewells. Goodbye from Gibbo. Goodbye. Catch you later. Lovely to have you here, Rob. Thanks very much. I got my 15 minutes of fame. Well done, man. Well done. Well done. Well done. Bye, everyone.